Hey everyone, your everyday enthusiast here back with episode 35, Google I.O. 2019. Please like, rate, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast platforms, or drop me a note at everydayenthusiastpodcast at gmail.com. So I have not forgotten about the major, major leaks that came out in regards to um, iOS 13. Uh, I believe that hit Monday, Monday, I believe, two days ago. Um, and I am planning to get to that. That's going to be a separate episode. But because Google I.O. happened yesterday or the, the main keynote with all the, the goodies happened yesterday, that is going to be the sole focus of this of this episode. And there are three articles I'm going to link to. One is from The Verge. They have their, you know, their opinion of what the top eight uh, biggest announcements from Google I.O. were. That's great. Read through that. See what they think. Um, Gizmodo had one talking about the best and worst. So some of the best things and some of the worst things. But the most comprehensive that really allows me to go, go through it point by point is from Engadget, where they just had all the important stuff Google announced. And it is, again, very comprehensive. So if you want to follow along, I would say open up that uh, link and you can follow along. You heard the bullet points and the keywords and everything. Uh, that's the one I'm going to be looking at when I talk about everything. So first up they here, they have Google search and there's a lot of stuff here. Um, bringing computer vision and augmented reality to search. I could care less. I mean, until I see something that, that tickles my fancy, I really don't care. Um, 3d images popping up in search results. Great. Okay. I, you know, whatever. Um, if you move a little bit down the list here, we have them adding more context to news results. That's great. But the two that I'm really excited about are Google lens. It's getting a lot smarter as they say here, it can now translate foreign languages read aloud or help you calculate, um, read aloud or help you calculate a tip at a restaurant. This is really, really cool, right? So you basically point your camera at, let's say a sign in, I don't know, Italy. So the sign's in Italian. Okay. Let's assume you're, you're American as am I, um, you know, and I can't read it. So I point my lens at it, my camera at it, and it will read it aloud to me in my language. That is amazing. And it will translate it on screen. It'll overlay it over the photo. I know there are separate apps that do this, but having all of this kind of pulled together is very, very interesting. And the whole calculating the tip thing, I think it's really cool. I think what it's doing is it's, you know, you point your camera at the receipt and it's looking at how many different cards it was split by. And uh, I don't know. I don't know. And divvying up the tip between different individuals. I, I don't know exactly if that's what it's doing, but the fact that it can just look at a receipt and be like, oh yeah, this should, this should be the tip. Um, that's pretty amazing. And then the last thing here is that podcasts are going to be indexed and in Google search. That's really cool. Um, obviously as a podcast, uh, fan, I'm really excited about all news podcasts. In fact, I've actually been toying with the idea of doing a, a podcast about podcast news, very meta. Um, let me know your thoughts there. If you think that's something you'd be interested in. I know that's kind of a niche market, but I want, I think it's one that's not really being, talked about or not, not one that's being addressed right now. Anyway, side, side tangent. Um, this is really cool. So if there's an article or sorry, uh, an episode that you heard about from a friend or something, you can just search in Google and pull up that episode, uh, of, uh, any, any particular podcast. 
that's very, very cool. Um, making podcasts much more accessible. Not that they're already not that accessible. They are, but you kind of have to be in the know and you have to be in an, a certain app and to be able to you know download and find and search and everything like that. The fact that it's going to be indexed in Google search is pretty cool. Okay, so next up is Google Assistant. There's a lot of updates here. Uh, some of the things that I really don't care all that much about, duplex, okay, it can do more for you, answering calls, making calls, scheduling things. Um, great. It, it, actually, it does have autofill in a browser where it can fill in all of your information page by page. That was pretty cool. Um, you're gonna be able to use Google Assistant with third-party apps. I'm sure that's something that will be very useful. I don't really use that now. Um, I need to be shown exactly what that means. So I, I don't know. One very tiny but very cool feature is that uh, when you have an alarm going off in Google, you can just say stop instead of saying, hey, you know, Google. I wonder if my speaker is going to pick that up actually. So you don't have to say the keyword anymore. You can just say stop as the alarm's going off and it's it's listening for that. That's very cool. But some of the more interesting features here. So the next generation, as they're referring to it, of Google Assistant is going to be up to 10 times faster. And they actually had a demonstration of this on stage where this girl came up, girl, woman, whatever, um, came up, she was on stage and she fired off probably 10, 12 different commands to the Google Assistant um in a row it was responding so fast and it was bringing up everything she and she wasn't even saying the key the key word or the key phrase there the activation phrase or whatever in between everything she said it i think once and then she just told it to do like 12 different things and it kept up it was amazing i man this makes me wish i used a a, a google a pixel pixel phone and we'll talk about those in a second now this is a bit of a nerdy bullet point but they they were able to condense the assistant app um, so that it takes up less space on your phone it takes up a half a gig half of a gigabyte now to put that into context i believe they had said before that this is something that was taking up like 50 gig or would have been taking up 50 gig if you were to take all of the features that they have in the new google assistant or maybe it was five i don't know but it's amazingly small and what this allows is it allows for them to have google assistant do everything on device now this is something iphone has touted for a long time all of their assistant um you know ai you know whatever machine learning is all happening on the device itself meaning that it's not sending it out to the cloud for your information to be on you know google's servers or uh, apple's servers or whatever the fact that this is happening on device is not only unbelievable you know, this tiny little device in your pocket is doing all of this, um, but also it's good for privacy. So apparently um, on Android phones or on Pixel phones, the assistant is going to get a driver mode or a driving mode. You just say, hey, you know, Goog, um, um, you know, let's drive or something like that. And it goes into driving mode and that's great, but I'm a little confused because just like two three days ago they announced an updated interface to um, Android Auto so is this the same thing ish 
it looked like it was kind of a lot of the same features just one was google assistant and the other was android auto so i don't i don't really know i mean look if you look at their uh messaging uh track record they have they've had like 19 different um messaging apps so you know, maybe this is just them not being able to make up their minds where they want to put what features or whatever. And they have maybe too many different teams within the company working on different products and not, you know, talking to each other in the mix. Now there's, uh, you know, five or so different bullet points in the security section here, but there's only two I really want to talk about and not even really in that much depth, uh, but just a little bit here. So there is going to be an incognito mode for maps and search. So anything you search for or anywhere you travel to is not going to be sent back to Google for them to log that data. Um, that's nice if you're, you know, privacy concerned privacy conscious and we all should be to an extent but um you know this is just kind of nice um to be able to do so that you don't if you don't want them tracking you okay the other thing is what they're calling project mainline that's going to allow them to deliver security patches to you know android q which is their next version of android um and i presume every version after this through the actual Google Play Store. So just like, let's say you're on an iPhone, you have the App Store, um, all those security updates are gonna be something you can just go and you can be notified when there's an update. You go, excuse me, you go to the App Store and you just download the update and it's a security patch right there. And so they don't have to roll out these updates to your phones like over the air or whatever. Um, and it should be faster, should be more manageable. Um, if you want that security patch, if you heard that it's being released and you don't have it yet, you don't have to just sit there waiting and, you know, refreshing your update page and just waiting for that to come through. You can go and get it yourself. Uh, so this is very cool. It's a kind of great idea that I can't believe nobody thought of before. I mean, I never thought of it, but you know, I'm not a, you know, an, uh, an engineer at Google or Apple or anything like that. So very cool. All right, moving up is, uh, moving on here is accessibility. There's a couple of bullet points here, but the one I wanna focus on is live caption. This is amazing to me. You can actually turn on live caption in Android Q and it will give you like a closed caption, like it'll a readout on the screen of everything that everybody is saying and this, this is so amazing and it's again it's happening on device this is not being sent to the cloud processed and then sent back to you you can do this for youtube videos for podcasts or for phone calls or video calls that means that as the person is talking to me in real time it will show me on screen what they are saying so if i have to like turn down the volume because i'm in a you know a place where i don't want everybody hearing what the person is saying or something like that i don't really know but that is unbelievable. Now, I don't know if I'll be using this because I don't see what my use case is, but the fact that it's there, the fact that it is doing this and the fact that it's doing it on the phone is absolutely amazing to me. It blows my mind. This one, I don't know, above most other things, this one just kind of blew my mind. Obviously, I've already referenced that we are getting um, Android Q, which is the next version of Android. I think that hasn't isn't rolling out or anything, but... Um, I, I know it's in beta. I think that that's coming in the next couple of weeks or month or something like that. Very cool, a lot of great features. Dark mode for the entire um, the entire system, which is great. Okay, now onto hardware. I'm gonna skip over the Pixel for just a second here and talk about the Google Nest Hub. Um, just 
just because I'm more excited about the Pixel, I kind of want to end with that. So the Google Nest Hub, they did announce a new Nest Hub Max, which is a bigger um, Google Home. They had their Google Home Hub, which was a seven inch screen on a speaker. It was basically like your Google Home that, um, that you know, you it was a Google Assistant device in your house, only it had a screen so you could watch videos and, you know, search for things and have a readout of everything you want. Well, they're just, this is a bigger one, um, but this one does have a camera, whereas the smaller one did not have a camera. A lot of people liked that. Now you can physic, well, I say physically, there is a switch on the device itself that you can switch and it deactivates the camera. I don't know if that electronically deactivates it, so, potentially somebody could hack into your system and actually reactivate it and record you. I know that's kind of like security, you know, panic or whatever, but um, it could be a potential. Uh, but this one, this one, I, or or I don't know if, it is, if it's physical, if it actually covers the, the camera itself, which it should, but I don't know if that's the case. Anyway, it's going to be available this summer for $229. They did reduce the price of the Home Hub, which was the smaller one we just talked about. Now, the article here says $99, but I don't think that's the case. I think it was $150, and they reduced it to $129 or $119. I'm not really sure. I have to look into that because I didn't think that it was bringing it down to $100, but I could be wrong. All right, now the last thing I wanna talk about are the new Pixel phones that they announced. Um, so these have been rumored for ages and we have talked about these on previous episodes. Um, this is the Pixel 3a and 3a XL. Um, as far as specs go, I'm not really gonna talk about that. We have talked about that in previous episodes. The 3a is the smaller, 3a XL obviously is the bigger screen size. Um, it's got a I say mediocre, but it is a newer processor, Qualcomm processor. It's just one of the mid-range processors. So it's not, you know, your high-end top of the line. Um, they are made out of plastic or they say polycarbonate, but that is just a fancy term for plastic. Uh, I mean, I'm excited about these, but there's not a lot to talk about here. The one thing is that it does have, um, you know, that pixel camera that everybody rants and raves about still you know are saying that it is in kind of like the top two or three uh different smartphone cameras that you can get right now it is the same one from the pixel 3 and pixel 3 xl from last year um it's gonna have night sight which they didn't actually think was possible because there's a chip in there that this like neural imaging chip or something like that in the pixel 3 that this one does not have the 3a does not have but it still has night sight which is amazing and they're adding a new time lapse feature uh i this kind of seems like table stakes i don't know why that's such a big deal some people were ranting and raving about that but that's something an iphone has had for a long time i'm not trying to say iphone is better uh, we have talked about how i really you know get bored with you know iphone and apple and everything like that so i you know it, it is what it is anyway the kicker here is that this this 3A is starting at $399 and the 3A XL is at $479. So that is at $400, you can get a phone with one of the best smartphone cameras that is available right now. Now there's a couple of caveats aside from that, um, the, the, the plastic casing and the processor. And that is storage and 
uh, upload uh, storage in the cloud. Okay, so the storage in the cloud thing is, you know, on old Pixel devices or the the two and three and everything like that, you can get you got free um, uploads like free storage in Google Drive for original quality photos taken with the camera. On this one, it's just high quality, so it's not original quality, which original is the higher higher quality i know it's a little bit confusing but they kind of down res your photos um in this case in order to save them and and you can choose to upload them at original quality but it's not free for you know three years or something like that whatever they say so that's kind of a a, a, a minus there but the biggest thing here is is the storage is the on-device storage that pixel 3 only comes with 64 gig now i know 64 gig is quite a bit and if you are ingrained in google photos any photo or video you take will get uploaded to google photos and then you can delete it off device and so it's not on your device you don't have to worry about it that's great but i mean the fact that there is no option to upgrade to 128 or 256 or whatever i mean I don't know, that just seems, and there's no micro SD card slot, so you can't upgrade yourself. I I don't know, this makes me nervous because a lot of, I, I, I don't know, I don't keep a lot on my phone, or I didn't think that I did. And then I went in a little while back and I realized I do keep a lot on my phone. Now, if you're talking about somebody that is a dual phone person, iPhone and Android, maybe one is your primary device and one is your secondary device, that would be the case for me. So this wouldn't be that big of a deal. I just don't like the fact that they don't give you the option. For somebody that really wants to jump in, maybe I get frustrated with Apple and I jump all in with Google phones and Pixel, I cannot increase the device storage of this Pixel 3a. And to that, they would probably say, well, get a three or get a four when the four comes out but ugh, I don't know <laughs> I don't know you know I mean it just seems like a misstep to me but I mean look for the price for 400 bucks 64 gig amazing camera Google's latest software and you know prompt updates for two or three years or whatever that is a killer killer deal i'm not gonna lie to you i have one in my cart in the google play store right now i have for the last 24 hours or whenever the keynote ended um and you could actually access the the buy page on on the google store um i have had one in my cart and if you're if you've got the financing the google store financing you can get it for as low this the 399 option for 16 dollars a month that's outrageous I mean, that's like, you know, don't buy a couple of, cup of cups of coffee for the month or don't eat out lunch one day and you're covered. So, I mean, that's, that's tough. Like, I really want this. You know, we talked in a previous episode about me really wanting an Android phone so that I know what's going on in that world um, where I can test things. And if I actually do go down the path of doing a podcast centric podcast. I know that doesn't make sense if you didn't hear what I said before, but if I do a podcast about podcasting, I'm going to want to know what some of those apps look like on, on, um, Android, you know, and how those features work and how they sound and everything like that. So I would want an Android device so that I can, you know, test those things. 
And even if not, maybe I want an Android device just so I can play around with those things. And this is very appealing at 16 bucks a month, 16.50, something like that. So, and I hear there's a lot of deals happening right now where if you buy one, you get a $100 credit here and there, um, Best Buy, and I think even the Google Play Store is doing that right now. So anyways, uh, I don't know, check it out. The phone looks great in my opinion. I don't need a glass phone. I don't need wireless charging. I don't use wireless charging on my current phone now. It does not have wireless charging. It does have a, a headphone jack though. So if you have some good wired headphones, you get that headphone jack back and no notch. And that might be a, a downgrade for a lot of people, but personally for me, I despise the notch. I have learned to you to you know live with it and that's fine. And it I don't really notice it all that much. It's not that big a deal but I'd prefer it not be there. I don't really care for it. All right, everybody, that is it for now. I know that this was a bit of a longer episode and I've been trying to get to shorter episodes and talk about more topics, but this was this is kind of uh, an exception and it will be for these, these keynotes, you know, Google, um, Apple, and various other ones when there's like a single topic that has a lot of information that I wanna go over and I wanna express myself in regard to. So you'll still see a little bit longer episodes in those, uh, in those instances, but um, we will soon get back to the shorter episodes talking about many different things in the future. So like I said, that's it for now. You can find the show notes on Twitter. Username is at enthusiastic pod. Please like, rate, and subscribe at Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. And until next time, stay enthusiastic.